Hello there and welcome to the Freed for Impact podcast or welcome back. My name is Alexis Marie and I am your host and today I am so, guys, I am so excited to introduce my friend, my sister from another mister, uh, Christian life and health coach, Autumn. Autumn, thank you so much for being with me today. How are you doing today? Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm doing really well. Still waking up a little bit, but I am so excited to be here. (laughs) Now, where in the world are you, Autumn? Yeah, so I'm currently in Nashville, Tennessee, having a nice cloudy winter day, Um, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's great. I love being here. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm in Dallas. It's sunny today. It's been a little like cold and chilly, but today's sunny, so I'm happy. I'm happy. So as you know, you know, we've chatted here on the Freed for Impact podcast. We tend to get a little deep, a little vulnerable. So before we do that, I always like to break the ice. So the question that I've been asking our guests recently, I may change it soon, but the question that I have is, if your life story was a book, what would be the title? This is one of my favorite questions people ask me, actually, but the title I would name my life book is this is not at all what I had planned. And very specifically, that is going to be the autobiography title I have one day. Yes, (laughs) yes, yes. That is in my life in a nutshell is it's constantly Mm -hmm. been different twists and turns. But it's also been like a a path of a lot of really random and funny stories too. So wow. Yeah, that sounds like it's gonna be a really good book. I feel like all of my guests have had such amazing titles. This one sounds fun. <laughs> and one that I really hope you write because I can't wait to. We'll have you back on the show so that you can talk about the book. Because, y'all, if you didn't know, Autumn is very funny. <laughs> yes, I want I want to read it. So with that, I mean, let's dive right in. I think that with that book title, we don't even have to go through the formalities. This is not at all what I had planned. Can you, what did you have planned? Let's start there. What did you have planned? This might come as a shock to you because we have talked a little bit already, but my original life plan was to be a biblical archaeologist. That is mm-hmm. like so out there for what I'm doing now. But... That's very specific, but very intriguing. Yeah. For those that may not know what a biblical archaeologist is, can you like expand on that just a little mm-hmm. bit? Yeah, so my original intention with it was to go to like biblical sites in Israel and the Middle East and like try and find more evidence for different things that happen in the Bible. Um, mm-hmm. That was my original intention. And then I took an archaeology class in college and it was not at all what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, oh, I get to be in the dirt and dig in and have fun yeah. in the Middle East. It's mostly desk work. So I was less oh. by that after I uh, took a class. <laughs> you know, when you said biblical archaeology, I had the same idea, like the yeah, same right? notion that it was. I was a Christian, right? That's that's right. exactly what I That's not. Yeah. That's not so what you just review old, like, transcripts and stuff looking for evidence? Things. It's, um, granted, I do not know nearly as much as other people about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, there is a part of it where you do actually go and digs and go to different sites uh-huh. But a lot of it is like asking for grants so you can travel and compiling different papers and articles and things like that on different topics and writing, uh-huh. but it just sounded kind of more boring than I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks so fun on the documentary. <laughs> yeah, that was my original plan. Okay. God has definitely rerouted that time and time again in different ways that have yeah. been 
really hard to let go of, but also mm. so much better than I had planned. Only um, do it. Only yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. So biblical archaeology. So that was Nick's. So in terms of what was planned versus what happened, mm-hmm. you know, here on the podcast, we talk about our transformation stories that lead us into aligning with our purpose and calling in our life. And so again, on a understanding like, Hey, this, this was the plan and course that I had and God, it was for your glory, a biblical, biblical archeology. span It's not like I was out here looking for T-Rexes. Like I wanted to, I wanted to contribute to proving to people that you're real. And it sounds like that, obviously that didn't happen. So what did, can you talk to us a little bit about what actually did happen? So I like, there was a very specific turning point for me. Um, it was, I think, my sophomore year of college. There, no, it was definitely sophomore. And how I like to explain it is I felt like my life at the time was a snow globe. And mm. it was all perfectly placed. You know, everything was settled. This beautiful little winter scene or whatever. And I felt like God had kind of just taken it and just... <laughs> um, that is literally... Well, I told you she was funny. <laughs> For those of you that are listening and didn't catch the visual, visual, Autumn was describing a beautiful snow globe. And then she said God just picked it up and shook it vigorous, vigorously. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I had these all these little things that um, I thought I had control of and mm-hmm. had perfectly aligned in the way that I thought yeah. would serve God. Yeah. Um, in friendships, potential relationships I wanted, in my courses in college, my life plans, my dreams, my five-year plan. I'm a classic mm. type A girly. Yeah. Like all the plans I have perfectly aligned. Um, and one by one, like the Lord had removed those things that I had built up for myself or things that I was too dependent on um, mm. that weren't him. Mm. So it took a lot of effort to actually release that. Yeah. Surrender it and say, God, okay, I don't understand what's happening right now, but I trust you. And I know that you are going to work this somehow together for your glory, for my good. Um, It really catapulted me into a more authentic and genuine faith um, Mm. and trusting the Lord more. And I think like a tagline even for that title for the book would be, you know, I'm just a girl with a really cool story of how I got to watch God provide. Like honestly, like mm. as it's just, it's just really neat to see. That was how many years ago is that now? Five, almost yeah. six. <laughs> like, and time has just kept going. Things have kept changing. I've had to keep releasing things and letting go of things and going through transitions. And yet, the Lord yeah. has obviously just been providing for me mm-hmm. and opening my eyes to more of His glory through all of that. Yeah, yeah. So I know a little bit about some of the details of the story, Autumn, but I don't I don't want to steal the thunder because you tell it in a way that I could couldn't even <laughs> match up to. So can you go into a little bit more detail, particularly about this specific moment that you were referencing? Like what was going on at that time, what happened and what changed? Yeah, so oh, let me think about specifics here but I um remember I was sitting in my dorm room and I had three roommates at the time like in one room it was a very large room um Mm -hmm. but 
they were all out of out of the suite and I remember just like sitting on my floor like sobbing and granted before Ooh. this I probably hadn't cried in like 10 years so that's wow. like another was not emotionally mature until this mm. in my life. but um I was sobbing I had my journal open and I actually this is a really cool thing that God does with me sometimes but I actually love um, art and being creative with different artistic abilities and so I had a little canvas and some acrylic paint out and uh, I really felt like God was like I need you to just paint right now with me um mm. and so I remember I was just like so emotionally distraught over losing one of my best friends over my health also was like really poor at this point um I lost a potential relationship that was really hard um I was not doing as well in my classes as I had wanted to do I was not mm. sure about to do my life anymore um because I just all the things I felt like the Lord was leading me to do before this point were no longer where I was at and so I was like oh god what am I doing here why am I here what where, where should I go so very distraught very much resisting surrender and then I felt like the Lord was calling me to paint uh which is so weird I think this is the first time this had happened but I just put on some worship music I was by myself the lights were even dim in the dorm I think it was like a rainy day or something and um I just started painting. I think my, oh yeah, my eyes were closed. I was just painting on this canvas and just like using whatever colors I felt like I needed to use and just like was fully with God in that moment. Mm. Um, and I remember when it was finished, I'll have to send you the picture. I don't know if you can like. Yeah, <laughs> please do. Please yeah. do. We'll, we'll share it. It's currently packed in storage, unfortunately. Mm. <laughs> um, it's this really cool picture of this like figure like rising up and you could see like wings and all these really vivid colors. And I really feel like the Lord just gave me so clearly the word triumph for Mm. this painting. And that opened my eyes to being like, Oh God wants to do something with all of this. This is, I get to watch him do something with all of this. Yeah. It was not easy. Like it was definitely hard to let go of things, have some really difficult conversations. I sought out some professors and people I really trusted um on what to do with my life mm-hmm. and what yeah. they kind of saw in me um but being open to the lord and surrendering all of that was so beautiful and really yeah. hard at the same time yeah 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 you know i am i myself am being brought to tears i'm trying to hold it right so that i don't sound like a frog no no okay <clears throat> But I am because as you're speaking, the Lord is, is talking to me and he's saying, this is why I need these stories out. You you just hit the nail on the head and, and I'm seeing a running theme in, in just in everyone that I've been talking to is that when it comes down to pursuing kingdom purpose, you know, being a, a, a kingdom citizen in a fallen, broken world, the one and only an- antidote to truly understanding and receiving the revelation of what we're called to do so that we can have the joy, have the peace, have the fulfillment, true, truly that we're looking for, the antidote to that is true, authentic relationship, engagement, intimacy with the Lord. There's no way around it. It doesn't matter who I've talked to. And even in your story now, Autumn, it's the same thing. And my story as well. It wasn't until I was on my knees in my closet, unemployed, broken, depressed, suicidal. 
And I just said, God, I'm here. I can't do this anymore. I'm here. That it was like, it was lifted, but then I also received. And it's been this continuous, beautiful back and forth dance of Lord, here I am. And he responds with here I am. And it's this back and forth and it's, and it's so graceful and beautiful. And, and to be in, in that season, I, um, I recently started listening to Pastor Mark Batterson's Draw the Circle. It's a 40-day devotional. Um, for those of you that are unfamiliar with it or haven't read it, please do. It's it's an it's an awesome, engaging uh devotional. I mean, I love devotionals, but there's very few that are written in a way where you actually engage with it, and this is one of them. Yeah. So sure. I did it last year, right before I purchased this home that I'm standing in. And I just found myself in this season that actually happened to fall at the beginning of the new year, but just this kind of this asking why. And I, I thought about, uh, I thought about the for, the draw the circle and it just so happened today's devotional, today's, uh, reading gave language as to why I was drawn to it in, I believe it's day four. Uh, pastor Mark talks about asking the question why, and you had talked about that autumn. And that's why this is coming up is when we, when we find ourselves asking why, like, God, why is this happening to me? Why is this here? Why is everything falling apart? Usually that's an invitation and a clue that God is actually seeking to draw something out of us, build character and is desiring to take us through something versus taking us out of something. And when we shift that perspective from God, get me out to God, get me through, there's a lot of beautiful things that happen that we could have never imagined. And so I love what you said, like, when you're like, God said, just come and paint with me. Because sometimes we think that we have to be like in a sanctuary or we have to be like outside in this beautiful landscape. And it's like, no, no, no. God wants to meet you right where you are. And so I would like to say to someone that's listening today, that is, that feels like they're in that snow globe that's just been rocked or even shattered or just lost. Like, man, I had all of these things planned and they were good things. They were things that I wasn't even necessarily thinking about me, God, I, I, I'm pursuing you and it's not working out and I don't know where I'm supposed to go now. God, like why? I, I would like to invite you to consider that perhaps this is about what God is trying to get out of you, what God mm-hmm. is trying to build you into. Um, yeah, even like what you just said was definitely something I needed to hear too, as I'm mm-hmm. currently even still walking through different transitions. And mm-hmm. I can so often catch myself asking why God, like, why are we doing this? Why is this happening this way when I thought it was going to go another way? And mm-hmm. that is so true. Like it really is an invitation to be like, okay, God, walk with me through this. Show me what you have for me in this day. In this yeah. world, in this yeah. very painful situation, <laughs> like mm-hmm. what is next? You might reveal it, you might not, but you know, as long as I have your presence while I'm walking through it, that's all I need. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So Autumn, when you were, you know, you talked about that painting, which I really hope you do find and send to me because I would love to see it. Yeah, I hope um, I I know the picture somewhere. I'll have to find yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> um, we'd love to see it. 
Did you have a particular scripture or Bible story that carried you through that season of just rediscovering the direction that you would go? And I'd actually, before you answer that question, what happened after that? Because now I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, she didn't do b- biblical archaeology. Yeah, everything was falling apart in school. Like, what happened next? Mm-hmm. And how did it lead you to Christian health and life coaching? Yeah. Um. So after that, I wow, man, I've come on a long journey. <laughs> That's why you have to write the book. It's true. I have a journal. I have lots of journals. Um, yeah. But I had to talk with some professors and some mentor, counselor people, and really felt like I was being called into ministry. So mm. I ended up switching my major to doing multiple or multi, hold on, multidisciplinary studies. <laughs> Why I couldn't get that word out. Um, and I actually have a focus in biology. So I almost double majored in theology and biology because mm. uh, I wanted to have that apologetics background. Um, and then I ended up moving to Nashville, Tennessee for the first time and got my master's in divinity at Lipscomb. So I have like a theological pastoral bent, uh, in my higher education learning with that. My goal was to go into full-time ministry through my master's that sort of shifted into doing, um, actually missions work, which is kind of wild. Wow. I've gotten to travel, I think to 12 different countries since I was in high school. Um, so over the past, like, 10 years, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm actually, no, maybe longer. Either way, I've gotten to travel to a bunch of different countries and do missions work in very different contexts and with very different communities. And I think the Lord has really built a lot of resilience and empathy in me through that. Mm-hmm. Um, but last year, so I graduated my master's last spring, or 2022, so it's 2024 now. Uh, but I... Uh, Moved to Japan actually for a couple months the fall of that year and did missions in Tokyo with some really incredible people. Uh, and then when I moved back is when I was like, oh, I should maybe look into this life coaching thing because I had taken some classes in my master's program on life coaching, on spiritual direction, things like that. And mm-hmm. I really felt like there was something for me in that with just how I already have walked with people through some really hard things, already had this like cultivated empathy and sympathy and, um, togetherness that I felt like the Lord had already built in me. Mm-hmm. So I got that certification. And just from there, things have just kind of been catapulting Ooh. and really changing yeah. and just like yeah, uh, revolutionizing. I moved back to Nashville after being in Japan and having some time with my family. I'm originally from Pennsylvania. Um, so moving back here and trying my business more firmly planted here and learning the, how to even start a business and doing all the foundational principles and how do I make this thing a flourishing thing? It's been interesting to see, um, even looking back now, like the steps that I've taken, the things that I've done to get to where I am. Yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. You know, I've, I've said this to you earlier, um, but I just want to pause because again, there may be somebody listening that feels like God has tapped them to do something extraordinary mm-hmm. um, or to be a trailblazer in their family, meaning they're they're taking paths that no one has taken before. For you to be a girl from Pennsylvania and then to travel to 12 different countries, including like 
Asia. That wasn't in the cards. Like that wasn't in the plans. <laughs> not at all what I had planned in high school. Okay. Right. right. And <laughs> that, I mean, I, for those that know my story, I'm originally from Miami and the Lord told me to go to Denver. And then from Denver sent me to Dallas where mm-hmm. I didn't know anyone. And I was a single widowed mom. And I'm like, God, are you sure? Like, is is this thing on? Like, am I hearing you right? (laughs) You know? And, And so there comes a point where you have to decide, am I willing to take courageous action? Am I willing to obey in the face of the unknown, uh, in the face of being unsure to to say yes and trust and have faith that this is actually what God is asking me to do. And so I just, I want to take a moment to, to recognize that pause there and affirm you and affirm those that may be listening that are in the same space. Like, yes, God sees that. And God does do that. (laughs) He will ask you and take you to places that you've never been and, and experienced people and things in ways that you've never thought that you would so that he can continue to engage with you and do that dance that we've, we've been talking about. Um, and so I want to kind of, I want to dive a little bit more into that because you said, you just kind of flowed with it. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, I just, I went to 12 countries and then I went to Tokyo and Japan, like, no sis, hold on, hold on just a minute because we're talking about yeah, we're talking about, you know, a complete shift in everything that you know, new culture, new experiences, new languages. Like, there are some people that have an issue leaving their zip code, sure. let alone leaving the state, let alone leaving the country yeah. 12 times. You know, like, <laughs> it's not a small thing. And so what was going through your mind when you when you first heard the Lord Sending you, let's say, on your first mission mission trip. I think about that one. I was <laughs> ninth grade, so uh-huh. um, very long ago. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, I think at the time, actually, that one was because um, as part of like an Assemblies of God church, and it was like the youth group kid thing to do. Uh, mm. but the Lord was very close to me, even in that, even though I was just kind of doing it because all my friends were doing it. Like mm-hmm. it was, there was a lot of really hard moments with culture shock and like learning that it wasn't about me anymore, you know, kind of crazy, mm. but uh, just being open to, oh my gosh, God is moving in other countries in ways I've never even thought of. Right. And that, or sort of, yeah, for sure that started cultivating in me a passion for travel and for going different places and for um, already kind of deepening that, that bent I thought I had for archeology span and traveling and digging in the middle East. And um, just every single trip I've gotten to take has been eye opening and revolutionary in so many different ways. Um, Actually moving to Japan temporarily (laughs) was what the easiest transition probably I've ever experienced, which is so wow. Okay, yeah, that's very not what I thought we were gonna say, but still, you know, it sounds like from when you were younger, younger, that the Lord was planting the seeds. It's almost yeah. like when you look back, you see the divine intention of it. Yeah. 
knowing that he yep. was going to be sending you somewhere, you know, years later, let me already wet her palate for this. Let me start preparing so that when this ask comes, she's, she's open to it. Yeah. Um, it's so and true. that, yeah, that, that's kind of, that's really interesting. Cause it just, again, I'm always in awe. And I say that I feel like the listeners are probably like, girl, you're always in awe. Yes, I am. I am always in awe. (laughs) Just uh, the, the, these stories are so edifying because it just shows the continuous, unrelenting, never failing faithfulness, intentionality and pursuit of God for each and every single one of us individually in the way that he does it. Um, for me, going to Denver was, it was a tall ask only because I was newly widowed mm-hmm. and I was a single mom. Yeah. But Denver was familiar because I had family there. I had been to De- Denver several times, like a lot, actually, not several times, a lot. It was like a second home. So going there, while it was still... I still had to let go because who wants to leave Miami to go to Denver? I'm just saying, just just me, just saying. <laughs> no shade, Denver, no shade. You know, it was it was a tall ass for me, but I could do it because I had already been there. So then when God was like, okay, it's time to go to Dallas. I was like, okay, well, I already left Miami to go to Denver. Now here's here's a little bit more stretching. It wasn't, I don't think I could have done Miami to Dallas. But Miami, Denver to Dallas was a bit more palatable, right? Because I had already been through it. So again, it just shows a continued parallel and how God does it. You know, how God knows, he knows the plan and he knows how to set it up. But again, it goes back to, are we in, are we participating in the dance? Are we close enough? Are we willing? I, I am a salsa dancer. And so, yes, yes, I love to dance salsa. And when you're dancing salsa, and I'm sure other partner dances are the same, as the female partner, you have to learn to, when your partner is getting ready to turn you or do a different step or do a different move, you, you, you have to be in tune with your partner to feel the prompting to know what to do. Otherwise you're going to get stepped on. You're going to, you're going to fall. It's going to be a mess. But if you're in tune with your partner, if you're close to your partner, you can feel, you know, that prompting to know, okay, I need to switch up. You know, I know what's coming. And I feel like it's the same thing with God. We, when God is calling us to step into new things, and quite frankly, we're in that season now globally, where God is is doing a shaking. We've been seeing a shaking for the last several years, and He's calling His people into a new thing. Man, I'm I'm feeling this. He's calling people into a new thing. You've got to be close enough to Him to not only hear the prompting and understand the prompting, but know what is the next step for me to take. You know, and when we're when we're doing that, it doesn't necessarily mean that it's easy, but it means that you're able to move in it confidently, you know, and that's something that I think people really need to grasp and hold on to, especially for those that are either new to this or they feel like they're in a transition season. And it's like, God, what I don't, 
I don't know what to do. So let me ask you, what would you say to someone that is in that kind of transition? They feel that transition prompting or calling like, man, God is calling me into new territory and I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of nervous or asking myself, you know, I'm in the shakening and and I I don't know why I don't know how to take it. What would you, what would be your advice to that person today? Yeah. So there's two things. Uh, First thing, just to come back to that dance metaphor you just named. Yeah. I think it even starts with being willing to be in tune. That's something that I've had Mm. to in my own life is like, I've asked God so many times to be like, all right, God, show me the next steps. Show me what we have next year. I got this plan. I think it looks like this. Show me what's next for this step and this thing. And yeah, I wasn't actually willing to listen. I was asking God to lead me, but I wasn't really willing to take the step that he was Mm. actually speaking to me. It was, oh, I want to take the step that I want to take. Um, So being willing to be in tune with God's direction, as hard as it may be, as challenging as it may sound or seem or scary as it can be, being willing to even be in tune so you can hear the Lord correctly and discern what his will is and seek the right people to guide you and direct you. Um, yeah. I wanted to come back to that illustration before I answered the, the question you just okay. asked. But... That, was a, that was good. Thank you for sharing that, Autumn, because that, that is so true. And I don't want to go off on my own tangent because oh, I you're could. Go ahead, go. But, well, I was just going to say, like, I'm learning that even in my own journey now. And especially for those of us that are multi, someone said like multi-hyphenate creative, right? Or someone that has a lot of passions and and they can pursue different things. You know, for me, it's coaching, speaking, arts, um, business. There's a lot of different irons in the fire, let's say. Yeah. And you have so many voices out there that want to tell you, this is how you do it. This is the algorithm you need to follow. This, you know, this is, this is the blueprint to going viral or or being successful. And God is saying, no, 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 no. That's how the world does it. But I want to do this my way so that when it's all said and done, the glory is mine, his, right? And so when it comes to that willingness I think for those of us that are in the faith, because there's different levels, right? For those of us that are in it and have gotten to a place where we know that surrendered complete obedience is the only way to do it, sometimes the idolatry of our own knowledge and ability kind of creeps in and we don't even recognize it. And we don't realize our our subconscious unwillingness, our subconscious commitment to what we think we know is best versus what is best, what is God's best. And so being able to navigate and be aware and close enough to hear like, I'll give you an example using myself. Last year, I, man, this is so embarrassing, but it is what it is not about me. I had attempted to launch several times like a coaching and speaking business. Mm. And it didn't really get a lot of traction. And so I was just like, God, is this not what you want for me? Like, is this, is this not it? Now, mind you, I had invested a lot of money in a lot of different programs, a lot of different Mm. coaches. Cause I'm like, well, maybe I just haven't found the right person to teach me. And finally, I would say it was around September of last of 2023. God was like, but that's not what I told you to do. 
I told you to focus on the podcast. I told you to launch a podcast. And I was like, oh, say less. Like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But it wasn't until I got, I had to literally drain myself of a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of resources, a lot of confidence, right? Because it got me questioning like, am I just not a good coach? Am I just not a good speaker? Like what is going on? But that's because that's not the plan that God had for me. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until I hit that wall and I banged my head enough times that I realized actually he's right. Like God did tell me that I had a podcast back in like 2021. I only did a couple episodes, but it's because I didn't, I didn't think that was the way to go. That wasn't the way to do it. Like who's going to sign up as a coaching client from, from a little rinky dink podcast. That was the mentality, the wrong mentality that I had. And it took me two years to end up back in the same place because I was trying to do it my way. And now You know, we're in the very early stages of free for impact, but I would, I would love to see, I can't wait to see, let me say that because I'm going to speak it in faith. I can't wait to see what God has planned for it now that he and I are are back in step and in alignment. And so I love that you bring up that point, Autumn, just to to bring it back about the willingness to be obedient, because that's actually that's what needs to happen first <laughs> before you do anything else is really checking your own spirit, checking your own soul and asking yourself before you write down a single plan. Cause I'm a type a girly too. Like I have a plan <laughs> right? and I'm just like, are you willing to not have a plan? I don't even want to say scrap the plan. Are you willing to not have a plan? Yes. <laughs> That's tough. That's, that's, that's tough. For some of us, yeah. that's tough. If there's not a plan, if there's not a vision, I don't want to go. I don't want to um, do it. It took chaotic years, years to get to that point of like, yeah. right, let's see what you do tomorrow. Because yeah. I can't even yeah. that far. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that that that's that's a big ask for some people. Yeah. A big ask. So, yeah. um, so yeah, so those were my. Many thoughts. On. Yeah. Also, I'm so excited for this podcast too. I just know God's going to do so much. Amen. Amen. I receive it. I receive it. <laughs> yeah. Going back to what you asked then about advice for people walking yes. through this transition. <laughs> like, okay. Um. I. Funny enough, the this past week, what I've really been dwelling on, I really do think it's for sharing it here and also on my social media or whatever. But like, I've been really stuck on thinking about how Mary must have felt when she mm. was Oof. met with the angel and like, yeah. hey, you're going to have the son of God, you know, mm-hmm. and the, the courage it took for her to be like, you know, all right, Lord, I don't know how this is going to happen, but let your will be done kind of a thing. And yeah, the fact that she was called favored one, mm-hmm. and yet we see kind of how her life played out and it was not easy. That's that like, that's what I keep dwelling on this past week is like um as someone who has felt the Lord speak so clearly to the things I feel like God wants to do in my life and the things that he wants me to take steps of faith into and walk out in confidence into and then not seeing any of them happen in the way I thought they were going to that's in the last like five months of my life 
Um, and yet know that like, okay, God has called me to this. It's just going to look different than I expected. It might be hard, but the Lord is still good. He's still faithful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like, even in Luke, I think it's Luke. Yeah. It's like, blessed is she who believes the Lord will fulfill, will fulfill his promise to her. Like she's favored, she's blessed. And yet she experienced really terrible responses from probably her community when they found out she was pregnant and you know it wasn't from her husband and they weren't that part you know and having to deal like convince him probably like hey by the way i'm pregnant but it's not yours it's anybody else's (laughs) like it's the holy spirit Spirit. (laughs) yeah so all of that and then after she had him like having to let him go to do god's work having to watch him be persecuted and crucified like and yet she was the favored one you know um so sitting in the the posture of i am favored by the lord he has blessed me he is good it might not be easy but it's more about my response to the fact that the lord wants to do something to me it's it's a matter of me remaining faithful and obedient because i know god is faithful and obedient and i can trust him and getting to look back and see how God was so present, even when you can't see it right now, like even as I'm recounting all of the transitions I've been through and <laughs> the way the Lord yeah. has led me through so many different life phases, it's in those moments, I did not at all have any idea what God was doing. And I had no idea like what it was going to lead to. I had no idea that like the pain I was feeling in those moments was going to be something so beautiful where I'm at now and I'm reminding myself that even now (laughs) yeah I figure out like what the heck is going on with my life (laughs) right 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 what to do next and blessed is she who believes the Lord will fulfill his promise to her you know Mm. that's just what I keep I have it in my bible and like I accidentally flip to it a lot but I think it's the Lord honestly (laughs) like hey remember remember this verse (laughs) right 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 We'll have to look it up. I'll put it in the show notes yeah. um, because I think that can be an anchor verse for a lot of people yeah. that are just holding on to to a word. And and the truth of the matter is that that's all you need, yeah. even when it doesn't feel like it. That's really all you need because his word does not return void. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amen. You know, he is faithful to complete it. And so... um you know, I heard, who was it? I think it was Pastor Tore Roberts, my spiritual godfather. He doesn't know, but that's okay. I love that. All right, all right. <laughs> I recently heard him say, you know, Peter, Peter didn't walk on water. He walked on a word. Mm. And it gets, it gives me chill every time I, every time I say it and I think about it because it's so true. Like he didn't just get up and decide I'm going to walk on water. The Lord told him, come. Yeah. And he did. And he he walked out on that certainty and confidence that if Jesus said it, I can do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, man, that that is that is awesome. Well, um, this has been an amazing conversation. So I um <laughs> I feel like we could keep going, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pause here. And just say thank you so much for your vulnerability and your willingness to share your story and your courage, um, and for really just bringing light some of some of the things that happen for us as believers underneath the surface when it comes to being obedient to God's will. I think um, 
this was such an edifying conversation around that. And so I just want to say thank you to you. Um, and I want to invite our listeners to please uh, follow follow Autumn, follow myself on Facebook. I'll leave all of our handles in the show description um, because we're actually going to be going live this week. So make sure you're following us. Uh, check us out on Facebook because we'll be doing a Facebook live where we will be unpacking this conversation as well as answering your questions live. If you're unable to attend the live, that's, that's okay. Go ahead and leave any of your questions in the comments below and uh, maybe we'll go ahead and answer them for you so you can catch the replay of live and see if we answer your question. Um, so with that, is there anything else, any remarks you'd like to leave for our listeners Autumn, before we go? Ooh. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's been such a blessing to get to know you over time planning for this and then being able to talk today. I'm so yeah. this. Uh, and I'm very grateful for the community. I can't wait to have this conversation a little further on live. But yeah, um, yeah, just to come back to what I was just saying, like, if you're feeling if you in this in the community, anyone listening, if you're feeling lost in transition, feeling stuck, like turn to God and know that you can't do it alone can't walk this alone so rely on his support but also find people in your life that you can turn to whether it's Mm. really close friends mentors pastors a coach I don't know like whoever you can trust to walk through that season with you turn to them lean on them as well and let them also lead you closer to God through that yeah yeah Absolutely. I am a huge proponent for community. And whether you're locked in here with me or with Autumn or both, which I highly recommend, um, (laughs) you definitely have a community of people that would love to walk alongside you and support you um, through whatever it is that you're going through. And as well as just helping facilitate that, that coming back to God in a way that you've never come to before. So, um, Thank you for sharing that again, Autumn, too. That's a great reminder about community. So on that note, my friends, people that I love, thank you so much for tuning in today. Make sure, like I said, you're following us on Facebook so that you can tune into the live. And until I see you again, make sure that you are good to yourself so you can be good to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Take care. We'll see you in the next episode.